Welcome everybody to day two's live sail die wrap up of the Olympic sailing brought to you by Predict Wind and BNG and a special thank you today to Doyle Sails here in Auckland who have allowed us to use this uh, amazing office reception area for the video shoot. Very grateful to them. Um, I've got again with me today Olivia Christie and Andrew Brown. Welcome. Thanks uh, Cam. Lots to talk about today from the few races happened yesterday and a lot more racing happening today as well with a few more classes. Yeah, really exciting day coming up. But yeah, going back to yesterday, let's again start off with the laser class and, and Sam Meach. Another, I guess, you know, two days in a row we can say another tough day for Sam. Um, did end up on a, on a higher note but still struggling to, to make any inroads into this fleet. Yeah, the um, the second race for me was, yeah, he finished eighth, um, but he was winning that race and just couldn't put it away. And, you know, beat two and beat three, just going out to the left when the right was working was, was yeah, it was just a little bit disappointing to see, actually. Olivia, you know, you watched the racing yesterday. What did you think, um, you know, of the, of the laser racing and how Sam was, Sam was going there? Uh, well, it was some pretty exciting racing yesterday um, in terms of the laser fleet. Uh, I think Sam, as we mentioned, had a tough day, but he was definitely showing more promise uh, in the second race again. I think we, we have to remember that Sam hasn't sailed uh, in the international fleet for about a year and a half, if not more now. Uh, so he's just been training with uh, the guys at home and over in Australia with uh, Matt Wern and their training partners. Uh, I've, we've seen that them sailing around a bit together on the course, um, mm -hmm. probably unintentionally, but it just shows that both of them uh, probably are a bit rusty from uh, international racing and they've got good speed, but just need to put that fleet management, racing, tacti tactics and strategy together. Uh, so same as last time. Yeah, so Sam, you know, he looked like he had he had some really nice downwind speed. We saw that in the in the race two yesterday and race three of the regatta, where he slipped through into the lead on the first run. Um, in the last leg of that race, he went from 14th up to eighth, which was a you know turning that into a keeper for sure. So he's got showing good speed downwind. It is upwind, and he you know did a bit of inter interview with Yachting New Zealand at the end of the day yesterday, and he knows he's. Not far away, but you're just struggling up one to pick the pick the shifts properly at this stage. And there were some massive gains to be had yesterday on that course. You know, we saw in, in the first race plenty of carnage at the top mark. A lot of uh, some circles, a capsize. You know, brownie. You know, what do you put a lot of that a lot of that down to? Um, a lot of it came down to the current and leyline proficiency. So it was just yeah, people. We saw Robert Scheidt in that first race tacking under the group to try and make the mark and the current was pushing them back and yeah, it just happened to be a big pile up and um, yeah, Robert, you know, struggling with his turns but the Swedish guy who was right up there and he actually won the last race having a capsize when he, when he did his turns. Yeah, and, and I think what's, what was really interesting to me and we, we talked about it a bit yesterday is these, if you want to have a 
good regatta and these big international regattas, you have to be able to turn your bad top mark positions into keepers. And we've seen that again yesterday from the top guys. So Kontidis, um, Stepanovic, Robert Scheidt, they've all had pretty average top mark roundings, but have turned those races into keepers. And that first race, Scheidt was ended up after his turns, 31st round that top mark, turned that into a 10th. Exactly, really that's impressive. a keeper. You know, Contitas, 20th round the top mark, turns it into a 7th. Where, unfortunately for Sam, you know, he rounded the top mark 18th, finished the race 19th. So he's sort of, he was gaining a bit down one, losing a bit up one. So he's got to turn that up, run around. Yeah, exactly, and just, just those gains, like, awesome to see old Robert Scheidt, 48 years old, in beast mode, upwind, just sailing the shifts well, hiking hard, hips high, going fast. Yeah, and, and so Olivia, I don't know if you're a, a numbers geek like I am, I like looking through the numbers and sort of analysing stuff after races. You know, in the second race yesterday, race three, um, you know, uh, the Swedish sailor who won the race, 27th to the top mark. Um, Condidas from Cyprus, fifth overall at the end of the race, 24th at the top mark. Stepanovic from Croatia, third at the finish, 34th at the top mark. You know, those second beats they had, I think, you know, generally they went pretty hard right and made some massive gains. Yeah, and I think those numbers and even like the carnage at the top mark just shows how tight and competitive the uh, laser fleet is that you make a bad decision, a little mistake, and it just puts you back straight away 10, 20 boats, the top mark roundings, the bottom mark roundings. Um, any of those you can gain or lose huge amounts of boats. Um, and so those numbers just show how uh, easy it is or hard as well to move up and down the fleet but it is and possible. put together a good race, but it's definitely possible to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. And so, yeah, you know, the laser radials yesterday, we didn't see a lot of it on TV um, in New Zealand here because the no Kiwis involved, so they, they shut that down once the lasers were done. Um, been a little bit of a change in the leaderboard. The Norwegian girl has moved into the lead, um, followed by Greece and, and, and uh, Anne-Marie Rindholm from Denmark still hanging in there. Big mover of the day, Olivia. Uh, look to be Merit Baumeister. She's now uh, made it up to fifth uh, after a slow start yesterday. Uh, unfortunately for Paige Rayleigh from the US, she's still had another struggle day yesterday, so she's still well down the leaderboard. Um, I think it shows, though, just how much of a mental uh, game the Olympics is as well, that uh, people who stay positive and just keep chipping away uh, will get those consistent results and move up quickly, uh, whereas a tough day can really put someone back uh, very quickly as well. Um, well. You can see just by looking through the scoreboard how competitive the fleet is and how tricky the conditions are. You know, there's no one there who's had four top tens. No. There's, there's plenty of big schools right down the scoreline, so I think we'll see plenty of more movement in that laser radial fleet, as well as the laser fleet. I think, you know, Conditus from Cyprus sitting in third, he's the only one who has three single-figure races. Great. Everyone else has a has a throwout at this stage. Um, so I think there's plenty more movement to happen there. Yeah. RSX fleet, uh, the girls looks looking like the top three have got a little bit of a break. So we've gone France, GBR and China, you know, with a little jump back to the rest. But again, a few ups and downs through that fleet as well. And in the men, 
Again, you know, it's really solid. The first few have a bit of a jump. We've got the Italian, the Swiss, and then the, the Dutch favourite, Karen Bedlow, who um, happened to have a DSQ in, in one of the races yesterday. The RSXs are, um, you know, certainly to my surprise, and I think could be the first time ever, are having uh, multiple protests in the fleet, which is very un-windsurfer-like. Yeah, they're, they're leading on the, uh, on the protest front. I think six protests and maybe it's because it's the last ever time that the RSX is is in the Olympics it's going to win foiling next time but yeah I didn't even know that the RSX sailors could fill out a protest form. Oh Brownie you can't say that. You know <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so looking ahead to today Brownie what have we got weather wise? So um, the if you look on Predict Wind um, been looking at it this morning and all the models are lining up. The typhoon is at the closest point and um, again very much offshore breezes, northerlies and as it dies off during the day it's going to be 18 knots at the start of the day in, um, in Inoshina on Sagami Bay and then as it dies later in the afternoon look for a left trend so, so that'll be it but more interestingly the current today on the predict wind current model is strong. So that typhoon out to sea, the ocean currents are strong and it is coming into the Sagami Bay area and we're going to be looking on for a little bit of side on current today. That means that we might see some longer tacks, you know, there'll be a longer favoured tack and downwind we might be seeing some early jibes. Also today though we don't just have lasers, radials, or the boards. We've also got um, Josh Jr. in our fin. He's coming out to start his, his regatta. He's got two races. And we have the uh, gold medalists and Peter Burling and Blair Toop, three races. And also Alex Maloney and Molly Meach doing their first three races as well. Yeah, so she's a stacked day for the New Zealand New Zealand fleets, you know, it looks like the lasers are going to try and squeeze in three races as well yeah. to make up their one from the first day. Yeah, so that'll be a moving day for the laser fleet today, won't it? Yeah, I think we'll have it, well, you know, that'll be halfway through their regatta by the end of today, so that'll be a real interesting one. That current, you talk about the current brownie, you think after yesterday of that laser action, both the, both the lasers and the laser radials got some, made some mistakes over that top market, probably a bit more research going on out in the coach boat world before racing today. Yeah, you'd hope so. Um, it's a bit hard for the for the um, coaches. They have they have to only go at five knots. So as soon as they get out on the course, they can't zoom around the course and measure the current. Um, and unfortunately, we're going to talk a bit more about the BNG systems tomorrow. But there's no use of wind gear or their GPSs to measure the current. So um, yeah, it's a little bit more on the sailors. But that's where having the predict wind current models, which is a new thing which is done for Sagami Bay, for the Olympics, but also for the Solent. So Predict Wind is, is introducing their current models. So anywhere where you can get a Predict Wind forecast, the high res forecast, they're going to have high res current models. So looking forward to that when um, we can do some long distance racing in Auckland as well. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Olivia and Andy. For the uh, feedback from yesterday, really looking forward to racing today. A um, lot more fleet, a lot more Kiwi action. Thank you again to BNG and Predict Wind and of course to Doyles for letting us in here today and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow.